0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast.
1: The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Joe Bowl MVP. Yeah. Look at the stats, Doc. Ha. He <laughs> has a <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. Look, look, look at Your, the stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a That's, Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, and then people would hate like Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco elite? Elite.
2: On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to not another Buffalo podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando here on a beautiful Tuesday evening. The Sabres are playing. We have meaningful games in April. It's in April. It's already too hot here in Nashville. 83 degrees right now. Don't love it. But how are you guys doing? It's warming up there too, right?
1: It's almost golf season.
2: Almost. Almost.
1: Almost.
0: But Patty, yes. how, are you, how are you doing? How's the weather out in Rochester? Joe? It's all right. It's supposed to be 70 degrees tomorrow, so that, that'll be 70 degrees in rain, but I'll take it. I time. thought of
2: you when I saw those pictures of the uh Aurora Borealis up at the pier. I don't know if any of you
1: guys saw it. Um, I did. That was, that was pretty cool. It was cool. You ever seen the Northern Lights? You probably have, John.
2: I haven't actually. So I've been to Alaska, but not during uh, Northern Light season.
0: They came came through Oakfield. We were probably in like, you guys would have been in like third grade. I maybe was in second grade or I was in third grade and you guys were in fourth grade. And I remember my mom waking me up in the middle of the night and seeing them, which was pretty cool.
1: You saw them? Yes. You know what though? Buffalo has a new Northern Light and his name is Josh Allen. So we watch him all the time. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah.
2: So, Brandon, you had a really cool article on Rumblings this week that you wanted to kick stuff off with. So why don't you give us some uh, some background on that? By the way, been subtweeted by Bees already, or, or QT'd. Yeah, Cole, Cole, by, Cole Beasley by Cole quoted Beasley, Beasley, yeah.
1: Quoted yeah, the article
2: cool. on Twitter. So that's how you know it's good, or at least slightly controversial. But uh, And I
1: know that you're not referencing the Josh Allen at the Masters article. Yes. Because Cole didn't, did not... <laughs> quote that one, but Josh Allen was at the masters mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, he played it. He's shot a 90 there last year. Did you believe that uh, at Augusta? That's pretty good. Um, it's really good, but yeah, no, I, I, I dove into a little bit about Gabe Davis and the receivers. And, you know, I, I like to think that we, I'm not going to say we know Gabe Davis, but we know that he doesn't know what a garbage plate is. That's what <laughs> we know about Gabe Davis after me and Pat had a nice interaction with him at training camp last year, but we were, we were looking at, I was looking at the numbers and it's like what can you expect out of him he made a good jump from his second year to his third year and you're looking for jumps both years you're looking for that sophomore jump and then the that you know the third year jump is going to be show you kind of who a player is and and while davis did make a little bit of a jump he had a massive increase in his workload and he didn't get that much extra production he's he made about 300 yards more um, he had like ninety targets compared to sixty, but he only had fifteen more catches. So my I wanted to look up, and I want to see how many times does a receiver break out into the into his fourth year, where Davis is going now. And I found one one receiver, and I want you guys to try to guess it. I also have other trivia based on this, but this is part one, trivia part one, one receiver who broke out after his third season. He had a good season, his third year had a really good season. His fourth year, but it broke out into his fifth season.
0: Are you talking oh, for the Bills? Season? No, in the NFL. I, I don't know, like Jimmy Smith or something. Maybe no. Even... It's been in the last couple seasons.
2: I'm trying to think of late blooming receivers. That's what about like question.
0: you might not even call him a late blooming receiver. He was kind of buried on his depth chart. I mean, Antonio he, Brown probably wasn't really good until year three.
1: Uh, no, not AB. I'm looking later than that, like Cooper closer Cup? to us now. Cooper Cup. What he did have a really big boost, but he. He cracked 1,000 yards. He he was like 900 his rookie year, 800 his sophomore year, 1,000 his third year, down his fourth year, and then his 2,000-yard season in his fifth year. So he kind of fits the mold a little bit, but not what I'm looking for.
2: That was a, that was a but, good guess, Pat.
1: This guy was also stuck behind a number one receiver for a little bit of time until he changed teams, which was a little bit of a controversy.
2: Is this DeAndre Hopkins? No, but you're warm
0: with the team.
2: Okay, so Texans or Cardinals?
0: There's a team change that went along with this? Yep, and and you got players that Is were mad Jones? about...
1: No, <laughs> Zay Jones broke out like in his seventh season, but he was <laughs> in the article. I did have Zay Jones in the article. He made players like Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, yes. he upset these kinds of players with his move to another team. Because if this guy is worth this amount of money. Oh, it's Christian Kirk,
0: isn't it? Christian Kirk. Ding, ding, ding. Yes,
1: yes. He he broke out with a new quarterback as a number one guy. So uh, he kind of followed Davis's progression. He went like 600 yards, 600 yards, like 900 yards, and then 1,000 yards. But he needed the opportunity. So my question to you guys is what do you want to do with Gabe Davis? Do you bank on him progressing again, maybe changing his catch style a little bit? instead of clapping at the ball, you know, or he's dropping these, or he's dropping these balls against the jets. And and do you kind of double down with him or are you try to look to replace him? I don't think replace
2: would be the sit, the solution that I would, that support. I would have. So support. I mean, support support. I mean, there are a few instances where that would make sense. Say you add Deandre Hopkins at this point and they're looking for something like that back in a trade. You might say, okay, but even better would be having, you know, a proven, number one as a number two and then just moving him back one spot on the depth chart and kind of really get even better at that super efficient wide receiver four, wide receiver five role that he was known for in his first, you know, two years before he got so much put on his
0: plate. So I could see him in that role,
2: but Pat, what do you think?
0: Well, I think that Emmanuel Sanders is a big factor that we don't talk about sometimes too. I feel like having, Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, you
1: know. I think Cole Beasley is the bigger, biggest factor, and, and it's interesting that you say that. What Cole Beasley did say is Gabe Davis won't get worse because of the work that he puts in. That was Cole's comment on the article. But Sanders wasn't hugely great for us last year, right? It was Cole that kind uh, well, of took the pressure. I mean, off, Emmanuel I Sanders thought. wasn't
0: on the team last year, though. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. If, we're ta-
2: if we're talking about last year as 2022, 2023, yeah. 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 I think it was it's just I think it's the decreased workload. You know, if you're if you're the opposing team and you're looking across at Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders and Davis and Diggs, then you don't have to really hone in as far on Davis. He was he was the we'll worry about him later kind of thing. Whereas like if he's your number two receiver, then he's at least getting some kind of, you know, focus when it comes to game planning outside of Diggs who obviously commands a lot more. But yeah, I think that that's why he was so efficient in that role. So, like your article says, I mean, it, it remains to be seen if when given that higher snap role if he's capable of fulfilling it or if yep. or if reducing his targets and spreading them out among these new weapons like Deontay Hardy is is the best solution there too.
1: And I like that too. That was going to be my that was my my favorite thing is the sum of the parts that have been brought in this year with Hardy, Sherfield, you know, Diggs, Davis, Shakir's a wild card here. But if those guys can step up a little bit and take a little bit of pressure off of Davis, kind of like Sanders and Beasley did the, the prior season, I think Davis will definitely have a boost in his production. But this was the wild card. I wanted to talk about rookies because we're talking a lot about drafting a wide receiver in the first round. So this is what I did. Of those 20 receivers that I used for that article, their average rookie season was 674 yards and four and a half touchdowns, which was production that we really could have used last year. So, but he's it's, it's also, I mean, that's what Gabe Davis did his rookie season. And that's not like blowing the doors off of anybody. So we all want a rookie to come in and crack a thousand yards since 2016. This is trivia part two since 2016. There have been 7,000 yard rookie receivers. Can you name them?
2: Yes. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson. Hang on, hang on.
1: Jalen (laughs) Waddle. Okay. T. Higgins, no. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, yes. Jamar Chase, yes. Jalen Waddle, yes.
0: Um. Uh, what's that kid? Calvin Ridley. Nope.
1: Really? He was close. He had nine hundred something.
0: Um. Goodness. Rookies, setting the world on fire. D. K. Metcalf have a thousand yard season. His nope, he
1: was at right about 900 something too. So let me give you, I have one from 2016 zero from 17, zero from 18, 2020. You got with Jefferson 2019 has one 22 has two and you got 2021.
0: DJ, How many DJ DJ more?
1: Nope. He had 700.
2: 2016 is a long time ago.
1: It's, it was a long time ago. And he, it's funny when you talk about this player, because he's been a dominant player, Is but it not Tyreek Hill? recent. Nope. Nope. Not recent dominance. His so first so four not, seasons. So it's not
2: Devontae Adams.
1: Nope. Hmm. His first four seasons came into the league and he was hot. He had a good quarterback. DeAndre Times Hopkins. Changed.
0: Nope.
2: That's what I was thinking too, Pat. Hmm.
0: What conference? Can you give us that?
1: NFC. NFC for this guy in 2016. And then in 2022, it's split. Okay, tip number two: the player from 2016 shares the same team for a player that it
0: happened in 2022. That doesn't help. 49ers. Nope. They're not both Lions, guys, are they? I would freak nope. out now. <laughs> I think we all would. Hey, what you
1: saying? Go, go, Lions.
0: Um, NFC dudes. Yep.
1: One And then the 2019 guy was in the AFC and then was traded to the NFC. So you got three NFC guys left and one AFC. So can you run back who we've already
0: um, said?
1: Yep. Jalen Waddell, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson are the three that you've gotten. I'm
0: trying to think here. Debo
1: wasn't a thousand yard receiver. He broke out in his third season. One of these is is somebody you probably should know because we've played him. Another guy, he definitely beat us pretty well. He was sick slash injured the last time we played him, and then he was traded. So oh, didn't oh play it's,
0: anymore. um, well, it can't be. I was thinking, Is it A.J. Brown is one of them, a. right? A.J. Brown, yeah. yes, 2019. Ole Miss, hotty toddy. Um, yep, came into the
1: league and, and was hot right away.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's one of them. And now he's on on the Eagles, so yeah, okay, fair. Yep, NFC. Um, Devontae Smith had 900 yards last year, I remember, so he's not a 1,000-yard receiver in his rookie year. Or is he? Nope. Okay. <laughs> one of them is an Ohio State
1: wide receiver. Oh, is it
0: Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson oh, had a thousand go.
1: yards for the Jets last year. Yep. Okay, so um, how many we got how the, many, he was the one one remaining AFC player left. So how many we how many out. we
2: got left and what year is he from? We got like one left. You right?
1: have two left, one from twenty sixteen and one from twenty twenty two. 2022, I didn't know this so guy.
2: So 2022 being the 22-23 season? Correct. This season? The one that
1: just passed. Okay. Yep.
2: So rookie wide receiver who just, I mean, we just had a bunch of wide receivers. Garrett Wilson. Is it that?
0: Is it that kid in Atlanta?
2: Nope. And he's NFC, correct? Correct.
1: One of them has a past Hall of Famer throwing him the football, and the current one had somebody with a criminal record throwing him the football.
0: Oh, so he's on the Browns. Um, No, it's a
1: NFC. Oh, I don't (laughs) don't want to make fun of him too bad. I don't know if he's officially indicted for what he did, but.
2: Okay. Chris, are we talking Christian Watson? Did he have a thousand yards? No, no. The Packers. No, it's not a Packers wide receiver. Okay. You're
0: talking about criminal records. Again, I don't know if it was criminal, but the guy, I guess you would say. So he's in New Orleans, I guess. I would imagine it's Drew Brees to Jameis Winston. Yes. Oh, Chris Olave. There we go. Chris Olave. Ding, ding. That's one. Um,
1: And then 2016.
0: Michael Thomas.
1: Ding, ding. Michael Thomas. Good job. Michael Thomas, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Thousand yard receivers
0: drafted. Now, my question for you is, Brandon, now is this Gabe's third year? Fourth year, right? He just finished his third year, correct? So, uh, see, this, this is what's interesting is. I mean, if you look at his college stats as well, he didn't really pop off um, until his third year in college going um, as a true freshman, only about 400 receiving yards, four TDs, as a sophomore, 815 receiving yards, seven TDs, and really popped off that junior year. So he does seem like a guy that does make gains wherever he plays, so I guess we'll see, but I
1: don't know. This was also interesting. So Cole Beasley did again respond to a comment, and he said it's a lot harder to have a high catch percentage When all of your routes are high risk routes. So the streaks down the field or the deep tree, the deep route tree that we see from Gabe Davis, he's getting challenged on each catch. So Josh is throwing him contested balls. He's not working under the field too often. He's not really working out of the slot very much. And I had not thought about that point either. So Cole Beasley, thank you so much for chiming into today's show. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, I think that could change. And then again, with the supporting staff that we brought in, I think that could help too. So yeah, does he crack a thousand yards? I'll to send that to you guys. Does Gabe Davis break a thousand yards don't, next season? Don't think so. Don't think so? Don't think so. I no. don't, I'm going to say no as well. Yeah. No. But
2: hate to be pessimistic. We we're usually a, not another optimistic podcast here, but yeah,
1: we, we do. Remember, love I was Davis. saying yesterday, we predicted 3000 yard receivers on the bills this year.
2: What were we thinking?
1: Yeah. Also <laughs> final final thought on uh I, I i came up with a consequence for our last place game picks slash fantasy because these men player. are too
0: scared to have a mustache as i'm wearing a mustache yeah i'm not
1: gonna shave my beard for that sorry uh- <laughs> <laughs> i did it today for the first time and i only made it 45 seconds in it or maybe maybe a minute minute and a half uh i tried to take an ice bath today oh and uh, it was awful. I mean, I felt great after, but it, uh, it was like, holy cow. Um, yeah, no, know the extent so that I, I can do.
2: I did. I did a cold shower after my workout today. And even that was like, OK, what, what the heck am I doing right now?
1: I think we go two minutes on the clock. Loser for our game picks this upcoming season has to sit in an ice bath and record it for two minutes.
2: I'm good with that. Pat, do you agree to that?
0: I feel no pain.
2: so. <laughs> or we could do it. You know what? The funny thing is, I, I realized this, I never added up the totals on the spreadsheet after the Super Bowl. So oh, we well, picked, well, we well, picked well, that. It
1: this year. Maybe I would have picked differently. really. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah. It's not a way. It's not a year away anymore, Brandon. So we'll, we'll have to uh, see. I'll, I'll go add those up. That's an old spreadsheet that I got to pull up. So yeah, no, that's a good idea for next year, but that's cool that Cole Beasley commented on your article. That's really cool. And, uh, Speaking of, con- Speaking of controversial figures in the NFL or slightly controversial figures, this one a little bit more controversial than Cole Beasley, but we just had all those owners meetings wrapping up in Arizona, right? And so that brings out all the topics of Dan Snyder, the Washington Commanders, all that good stuff. And I had this thought today that, you know, they're probably going to make a movie about this someday when all is said and done. I was reading an ESPN article with like the full timeline that goes back to like 2008 and it's it's just wild. But anyway... So, hypothetically, they make a movie about Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. Who do you get to play Dan Snyder? Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah. Jonah Hill. That's, That's good. good. That's
0: good. He, he plays a great yeah. white-collar criminal, so I think that... Because he does the one where he's <laughs> I mean, in the arms race. He's selling um, the, whatever the weapons guns. Yeah, to yeah. people in the Middle East and obviously Wolf of Wall Street and stuff. So,
1: Well, do you take his co-star, Leonardo DiCaprio, then? Do you put him in there? I mean... You know. get Seth Rogan to play somebody. <laughs> yeah. You get like yeah. James Franco here. We gotta, get the whole cast. James Franco's two hands and, and, and Gates,
0: with, yeah. With Daniel yeah. Snyder. Yes.
1: You get uh Jason Seagal. Marshall. Yeah, Jason. Jason Seagal. Seagal. <laughs> Jason Seagal to play Roger Goodell. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my god, that's perfect. That I like be, that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Linda Cardellini to play my real life girlfriend. No, I'm kidding. All right. But um <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Uh so yeah, so
2: anyway full disclosure we've been playing around with chat gtp like the rest of the world so i put that question and posed it to chat gpt guess guess who it picked it has i think, think this Brazilian. thing has a sense of humor it's crazy it said that uh, it would be best suited played by danny devito was <laughs> was the ai's choice so i'm on That's board with good. that
1: brandon you have any other ideas i it's gotta be somebody like that like i i you picked a good one pat and i don't want to copy you but i'm trying to think Okay, new rule from these. now on.
2: Pat has to go second for all these. So, like Pat Brandon and I can get in a good thought before Pat just like kills it with the perfect answer.
1: I mean, you look at the guys that like sports movies and you think that you gotta find a spot for him. So Adam Sandler should be somewhere. I mean, it's not really his kind of movie because this could be like a dark, dirty thing. Well, he, Adam Sandler I mean, does un- kind of look like gems.
0: does kind of look like Dan Snyder a little bit.
1: Yeah, what was that movie um, that you
2: just said, Brandon? Uncut Gems? That was kind of like a gems. serious type thing, yeah. right?
1: That one was good. And then um, the other guy that I was thinking, Matt McConaughey likes football movies. Yep. He can get in there sometimes. Um, Who else? I'm drawing blanks.
2: I got to pull up a picture of Dan Snyder here. Let's see. Oh, oh, there's what actor looks like him. There's a comedian. He kind of looks like um, Patton Oswalt a little bit. If Patton Oswalt had facial hair. Are you talking like Andy Richter? Glasses. I don't think so. Pat I, I think Patton Oswalt is the guy that I'm thinking of. Patton uh, anyway. Oswalt's
0: like the narrator for the middle.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what you would probably know him from.
0: Come on, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston.
1: Yeah,
2: Brian Wait. Cranston would be good in any kind of crime. World. Is he the guy from
1: Breaking years? Bad? Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, and, oh, and he's, he's and also Malcolm's the guy dead.
1: from Malcolm in the Middle.
2: There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, throw a little bit of hair on him. I'm picturing him bald right now, but yeah, I like it. Or even Brandon. When you're older, you could, you know, if we're we're for putting this movie yeah, right. 30 years out. I think Brandon. Are we
1: comparing Brandon to Dan Snyder right now? No, no. just <laughs> just just like the quality
2: of facial hair. And even in that, I think oh. you got him beat. Looking at this picture, he looks like he's using too much men's touch of gray there.
1: Shout out to uh, Apple's front camera for making the beard look good.
2: There you go. There you go. We'll we'll look even better once we get Brandon's iPhone working as the uh, <laughs> the webcam next week after Brandon updates his OS. That's but
1: stupid technology these days. So I got another
2: hypothetical for you guys. It's master's week right now. And so we're all going to be watching this weekend. Should be exciting. Tigers playing and stuff like that. So assemble your dream foursome of NFL players just based on whatever you want. Entertainment, clashing personalities, and imagine that they're mic'd up. So what four NFL guys do you put together? Could be coaches, players, anything like that. Who comes to mind right away?
0: Well, I could be super mean. I could be I could be really mean. I'll let you guys go first and then I'll I'll take <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: Brandon, who do you get? Right.
0: I'm taking Allen, obviously. Yeah. These anytime football
1: players ever, anytime. Like they don't have to be in the NFL this year. They oh could, no, they yeah. Could yeah. Be... yeah All time football players. You could be retired, okay, dead, OJ, anything. All right. I'm taking Josh Allen. I'm taking Jim Kelly. Nice. I'm taking JP Lossman and Trent Edwards. I want the four quarterbacks to be together and I want Jim Kelly and I want Josh Allen to bully JP Lossman and Trent Edwards the whole time. And I'll be there, caddy. I don't have to golf. I just want to insult the two of them.
2: That'd be a good like scramble group, right? Cause you've got Josh Allen to do the driving, right? The muscle JP to pull out the hybrid, you know, on the second shot on a par five. And then you got Trent Edwards, short game, captain check down. <laughs> I and then, then Jim, to, Jim to put it in, you know, no offense. Okay. Jim's Jim's older than all these guys. So, I can see that Pat. Okay, Pat, what
0: you got? Well, you're gonna have to cut this, but I would say um, Dante, <laughs> so- Stallworth, Henle- Dante Stallworth, Henry Dante Henry Ruggs, Marshawn Lynch, and Ben Roethlisberger because nothing can <laughs> stop them race. from driving. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think the, the the Bills foursome that they had last year was pretty cool. You had what? Josh Vaughn, Gabe, Dawson Knox. Was that the big foursome? If I remember, yeah. 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 They or maybe you all, have like, a bunch those, of those are the guys that had all matching outfits, right? Yes. Or maybe you have like a, a I don't know. There there could be some options. You could have like a bunch of roided out dudes. Like you could have like Brian Cushing, like um JJ Watt. JJ Watt, well, Watt not, Brian Bosworth. Roided out, but. You know, I don't know. I like the Bills big four from last year though. Yeah. You can ch-
2: go for the total grab bag, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, OJ. Uh, Barry Sanders, and give me one more historical <laughs> NFL player that probably wouldn't get along with those guys. Well, they're all, they're all kind of standoffish. Let's see. Oh, what? what's the Marvin Harrison? That'd be a good one. He was the Steelers guy, right? Who used to do all the no. crazy workouts?
0: No. Who's that? Marvin Harrison played for the Colts. He's like a Syracuse legend. Oh, like oh, oh yeah. He's
2: the wide receiver. Who Who am yeah. I thinking of? James Harrison. James Harrison. Thank you. Yes.
0: Yeah, Linebacker, I met the wrong right? Harrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He,
2: was, he was the guy with the crazy workouts. He played to a pretty old age and uh i remember seeing videos of him deadlift and just being scared on the other side of an iphone how, that how would you was, feel that dude about was massive
0: how would you feel about like if you had a foursome of like ricky williams le blunt aaron Rodgers, and jake Plummer? drugs drugs right you'd have, a, <laughs> you'd have an interesting time you might not hit the ball but you'd have a lot of laughs
2: uh, there you go i like that definitely driving the cart
1: in circles yes who brings what well we can't really
0: I mean <laughs> one's bringing beer, one's bringing ayahuasca and one's bringing weed. yeah and uh, Jake Plummer actually has a psilocybin farm he's doing right now in Colorado, which is pretty really cool. yeah um,
1: Laramie Tunsil shows up because he smells it yes <laughs> with a gas mask <laughs> well,
0: that's funny where's where's Josh Gordon is he is he on the B team or uh Josh Gordon's well I can't even Josh Gordon's selling a Super Bowl ring to pay for a bar tab that he didn't bring any money to pay for um no.
1: But I want to say he's in the XFL, right? Yeah, Your he's in the XFL. And, yeah. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Who's he? It- who's he play for? Oh, I don't know. You have to search that. Oh, no, sure. that's okay.
2: I don't know. What is it? Defenders, Battle Hawks, probably one of those two. Those are the, <laughs> the most. Football teams yeah.
0: are, I mean, say what you want. Guy's still a legend. We should, we should do a whole, we should do a, a segment on Josh Gordon. He's one of my favorite, like, most fascinating players of all time. Did you know that that breakout season that he had in Cleveland, he said that he was drunk for every single game? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that.
1: Drunk and high. What he drank like five or six shots and smoked a blunt before every
0: game. And then he would take some Xanax because he'd get too excited. But, that's yeah. that's yeah. just
2: insane to me. That like you're you're among a league of of people that are at their peak performance and and you're inebriated and still performing at an elite level. Like
0: that's so good. That was such an elite season. What eighteen hundred yards, sixteen hundred yards, something like yeah, that. It's I think I think it was eighteen hundred yards in fourteen games. I believe, which is crazy too, but. I know people that can't walk up the stairs when they have a couple drinks. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Would you bring back a changed Josh Gordon? Let's say Sean McDermott gets Josh. Didn't, on he, the, didn't this happen?
1: Didn't this just happen with the Chiefs? Didn't he just come back with the Chiefs yeah. like last year?
0: Didn't he catch a touchdown against us in the Chiefs game, or was it two Chiefs games ago? I
2: think he did.
0: He did, I want to say. I think I, he, he at least
2: caught one touchdown for the Chiefs, I feel like. I feel like it was against us,
0: but... Yeah. So would you take him, though? Would you if Josh Gordon at this? I mean, he still likes to play, apparently. I mean, if he kept his shenanigans to a minimum, would you sign him to be the number four guy?
2: I don't know. I think this depth chart is kind of crowded at that third to fourth position. Like they're looking for a number two at this point, And I don't think that he probably is able to play at that kind of level anymore. But. I mean, if you're talking about just bringing a guy into training camp and see what he does, I mean, what's what's the risk there? If he's if he's great, great. If he's <laughs> not, no way
1: him. no way this guy makes it ever get in on an NFL roster. Look at his his numbers are so bad. 12 games, five receptions, 32 yards, one touchdown. He won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. That's all I'm saying. New England in what that'd be 2018. He went eleven games, 40 catches, 720 yards, three touchdowns. That was the last time he's been a number three wide receiver. I guess that would have been with Brady. Right, his last yeah. year? Yeah. yep. Yeah. So, what an interesting career this guy has had. Yeah. All
2: right, well, we're going to get to some quotes with Pat here, but we got to get a break in first, so uh, stick around. We'll be right back with that segment.
0: It's time
1: for Quotes with Pat. They're things that people said.
0: So this quote is in response to someone being asked if they had heard anything from my favorite player. Um, this this was in response to someone asking if they had um, heard from the most handsome man in the league. They said, have you been in contact with Jimmy? And this person said, you'd have to physically run into Jimmy to have a conversation with him for anybody. Let's see.
2: So... San Francisco coach first, maybe. Gosh, I'm forgetting coaches' names. Brandon. Who, who, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Thank
0: you. Ding, 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 ding. Is that it? Okay, Whee! cool. Yes, yes. I thought that was funny, though. He's a man. That, that's insightful. Yes, it is insightful. You know, I, now, now I know if I ever want to see him in person, I have to like either run into him physically or just meet him at the, at the bar or something and have enough courage to go up and, and talk to him, you know? Yeah. Well, Pat, that's also another thing that you guys have in
2: common besides your dazzling looks is, is the fact that you're unreachable by phone. Or text that sometimes. is true so. that is true no
0: Instagram <laughs> unreachable by phone um, that is that is correct. Um, quote number two two years ago when we first got there we were just thinking about where we were and how far we've come to have a guy like that want to play for us is pretty cool. It shows how far we've come but we still have a long way to go and a lot of work to do. Hmm. Dan Campbell close very close. Jared Goff. Nope. Is it a lion? No, the lines have, <laughs> they, the lines have minimal work to do before they hoist the Lombardi, sir. Um, <laughs> trying to think this sounds identical to what all the guys were saying when the Bills
2: signed Von Miller, honestly, it's a very, very similar quote. Um, so I'm thinking some kind of big free agent ad this off season. Who are some of the big free agents that went off the board this year? I'm trying to think.
0: I don't know. I will say this person has been bullied mercilessly on the show.
1: Okay, let's see. Mike Vrabel.
0: No, I don't bully Mike. <laughs> There's two people here that bully Mike Vrabel, but I don't bully I don't bully Mike Vrabel. Bullied on the show. Yes, bullied on the show. Ryan Tannehill. Someone that I bully. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an ex-bill? Somebody no. who left the Bills in free agency this year? No. Okay. He has ties to Kyle Shanahan, though uh matt ryan nope he has no hair on his head robert sala yes oh there we so go talking about what a, what, a, what a scrub dude he's like acting like aaron Rodgers already signed the deal like, <laughs> no i don't want to because last time i hated on him he, he beat us in the ugliest game of all time so yeah. um, props to you robert that's true he uh, he, he, keeps he is NAB, a stanley he, steamer
2: keeps those uh nabp receipts Two years ago, yes. Pat said, how are you supposed to be a defensive coach when you have the worst defense in the league? And he went from worst to first in defense, which is an accomplishment, but
0: still put you at 15th, which is average over two years, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got That's, him. Funny. That's good. All right. Well, you
2: guys know where to find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, we'll hopefully be back next week with another episode, heading up to the draft here. Stick around. We're going to have some new social media accounts that you can follow us on. So stay tuned for that. YouTube, maybe, uh, maybe Instagram depends on how much of this stuff I can delegate to the guys. So I don't have to have all this crap on my phone at the same time. But yeah. Thanks for joining us again. And, uh, as always go bills, go bills, go, bills, go savers, go bills. Go oh yeah. Go savers. Yeah.